Hey, 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 you're now listening or watching the Halos in the Infield podcast with your host Todd Fox and Fernando the Lone Star Halo brought to you in part by Noble L Works just outside of Anaheim Stadium and the Pond or the Honda Center where you can get drink specials just by mentioning Halos in the Infield. Also brought to you in part by 714 Tickets. 714 Tickets. 714 Tickets is a place to go to get 10% off of any ticket purchase just by also mentioning H-I-T-I, Halos in the Infield. Now enjoy the show. Hey, 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 welcome into a, not a, uh, well, it's not a podcast, it's a live, it's sort of a reaction show because, you know, a few things crossed my mind yesterday. I needed a few days to basically, uh, like, get what Artie Moreno said through my skull and try to process everything that was said in the interview with Artie Moreno. Um, because again, he, if you, if you understand what has gone on with the angels, if you're not an angels fan, if you are an angel fan, obviously, you know, the pain, the pain is unbelievable. You know, last year going into the season, we've, we talked about it several times. It was the dark cloud that started the started last year's 2023 season off with a bang. I mean, it, it just it was a dark cloud over the Anaheim Stadium all year because Artie said he's all in. Unfinished business. That messed us up from the get-go. And you know, there was a few things that were said in the interview with Artie Moreno behind me. I- I'm tired of his ass. I- I'm I'm literally sick and tired and just utterly pissed off about who we have in charge. And I'm not afraid to say that I'm super jealous of the organization up North. Now, if you thought for a minute, or if you thought that this guy would solve the Otani enigma, anything that he said the other day, just wiped all that away. You know, we all had hopes and dreams that someday he would resign here or that we'd get him long-term and Otani would be in red and white for his entire career. But it never happened. And it was easy to see once the writing was on the wall after last uh, 2022 and then 2023, no progress was made. His agent didn't want to talk. And then we started hearing and, and from our insiders about how bad the franchise has been and how bad the organization behind closed doors is. The feeling around the, the team, the, the the way that it's been treated or they treat their people in charge. The fact that Artie Moreno is in charge of everything, says everything, what he says goes, all his backhanded bullshit that it's come out in the media, he doesn't get killed because it's not Los Angeles technically. And he's gotten away with calling himself Los Angeles and he has all these, you know, skeletons in his closet. All that's not really pr- praised. Or, or, or pushed in the media. But he's often praised if you watch MLB Network for the money he spent, but he's never spent it the right way. So again, going back to when he comes out and says, unfinished business, and everything started over again, he comes out now and says, and I quote, and this is the part that really pisses me off. This is the part that I, as an Angel fan, can only put up with so much. And I love this team. And and, and because of his interview yesterday and the many posts that have been on by various podcasts and various other pages, 
saying in quotes of what he said and breaking it down and talking about the season. Everyone's had their kind of take on it, right? I haven't fully come out and given mine yet. I know Halo Joe talked about it a little bit in his podcast. If you want to check that out on YouTube, I know the uh, they've had a couple other people, uh, you know, uh, James and James, James Squared did a show about it. Uh, you know, Dominic talked about it. But here's my point. The audacity of this piece of shit. And I'm not afraid to say it. He's a piece of shit. For him to come out and be asked the question of what's the future with the Angels? Are you going to sell? And number one, him saying, I'm here for the long term. Is a kick in the balls to a man. And if you're a female fan, and I've been told by many women that it hurts when you get slapped in the breast. It's a slap to the breast. It sucks. It's not what you want. Because he's incompetent. He's a loser. People talk about all the time, well, he got Guerrero. Well, he got Tory Hunter. His GMs did. All those guys that they signed pre-Josh Hamilton. Or I think at the end, Josh Hamilton. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. Maybe that was an Epler move. But all those guys were Disney guys and scouts and everyone that got those free agents. It wasn't Artie's guys. When Artie got his greasy hands over everything and got in and was able to put who he wanted in place at any time and took whoever was in place with Disney out of the picture, this franchise truly became his. He went off of Disney's success. So you have that quote about, I'm going nowhere. I'm here for the long haul. That's the quote. Now, here's the second one. And this is the one that makes me beyond pissed as an Angels fan, where I just want to rip the Angels gear off of my walls. Forget the fact that Otani was already gone when he signed here. That's the problem that most Angel fans don't understand. When the truth finally came out and he made the Dodger move, all of a sudden we found out the fact that, oh, well, the, the writing was on the wall. The people were right that doubted the fact that Otani wanted to come here. This was option number two, as in the piece of shit behind me, number two. The Dodgers were always number one in Otani's heart. If it was not for the rule that he could not hit in the National League and be a DH, his ass would have signed with the Dodgers straight up. It's a fact. Now, did that buy the Angels time to re-sign him and build a team around him? Absolutely. Maybe the future would have been changed had they done things right. Maybe they could have convinced him. Like Roger Lodge would tell you for the last two years, well, we're going to build a team around him, and this team's going to be good, and blah, 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 yakky, schmacky, blah. And maybe he – but the, that was just blowing smoke up your ass, my ass, everybody that listens to that prick and believes the propaganda prime minister, which is Roger Lodge. The Fuhrer, a.k.a. Artie Moreno, came out and said, one says business. We're going to sign him. We don't want to trade him. So you don't trade him. When the equity was so high 
two years ago, you could have gotten an entire lineup. You could have got seven or eight prospects from two different teams. Yet you passed on multiple offers. Okay, fine. You're going into the last year of the deal. Did any of you, including myself, the best we picked the Angels was to make a wild card last year. Is that enough to keep Otani? No. Again, his equity was super high. They could have gotten a buttload for him. And even when they waited to the trade deadline, what happened? You had you heard of offers after the deadline was done where Tampa Bay was throwing two of their best prospects, two top five prospects at the Angels, including two other players, one major league ready already on the roster, to the Angels for Otani. Hindsight being what it is, you would have took it, right? Otani didn't even play a swan song. Do you realize that if for everybody that loves Otani, we did not properly get a chance to send him off and tell him thank you, even though we, we know it is not his fault. We know we have a fucked up organization. We did not. That's what pisses me off. We were not able to give him a standing ovation the last weekend or two of the damn season that was already gone and lost. We could have given him a standing ovation and told him, listen, it sucked for you. We understand, but we love you and we know you're going to be gone because we have a shit owner and a shit organization. And the league doesn't give us any help whatsoever. Says, fuck you to us. But they're all invested in the Brewers and getting them a new stadium. They're all invested in the A's and getting them out of Oakland, but they won't give us a hand. We have a shit owner who has actual skeletons in his fucking closet. Oh, and we can't deal with him. No, he's golden. He's no, can't touch him. But you got, but you can still fuck with the Tampa Bay Rays, mess with the A's, and bind all the bureaucracy in Milwaukee, but you won't help the Angels. It's clear to see that we're an embarrassment, and it's because the fucking owner. Other leagues have stepped in when their owners are shit. Dan Snyder with Washington, the Redskins, not the woke, but the Redskins got rid of Dan Snyder because of his bullshit behind the scenes. Why can't our commissioner step up to the plate and do something? Nah, I can't do that. Can't do it. So again, moving on with Otani, we didn't get to see him finish his season. We didn't get to see, we didn't get to see him you know, swan song leaving Anaheim because the injury and because Artie wasn't ready for it, he's still selling. You know what the most infuriating thing that Fuhrer said in his little like little interview where, again, he's scared to talk to certain people in the media. But when he gave the interview, you know what he said? You know what that piece of shit said? And I quote, Artie Moreno literally said, we talked it over as a team. Again, problem number one, as I break down this quote, problem number one, we, you're the fucking owner. You sign the checks. That is not up to you. A good owner trusts his GM. A good, a good owner trusts his team president. A good owner trusts his management and all the coaches on that staff to make the right decisions for the future of the team. They're supposed to tell you their feelings and thoughts. And then you decide whether you want to pony up the money for that or not. But that sounds like you're putting the blame on everybody else. Okay, so you said that part in your first part of the quote, right? 
Moving on. Guess what else he says in that same very quote? Shohei Otani, we wanted to get the most out of him. Oh, my God. He's preaching to the choir. We've been telling you and telling everybody that, that would listen and watch our shows that he's a piece of shit owner and only cares about your money in the green. He doesn't care what race you are. He cares that you're green, that you have money. That's all he cares about. Because the next few things that he said are so infuriating. He literally says, we are in the business of entertainment. Oh, so we're the WWE all of a sudden. Why not have Shohei Otani come down a ramp with just like no shirt on and a freaking elbow pad and he's doing the rock eyebrow and he could come down to an entrance music and fireworks because we're in the, we're in entertainment, right? And you might as well have the monster trucks not come in February. No, let's have them come in August and September when the attendance is down and they can run in the outfield while we're fucking entertaining everybody with wrestling matches on the mound. We're in the business. What, what word is missing from that statement? A comparable owner would have said, we're in the business of trying to win. 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 No mention of winning whatsoever. No, we're in the business of entertainment. He said, people come to the stadium to watch Shohei Otani. Why do we want to get rid of that when we have people coming and flying over from different countries to watch Shohei Otani? We care about money. We don't care about winning. I watch, I don't know about you, okay? I don't know about you. I don't know about your cousin, your grandma, your, your bald-headed grandpa. All I know is that I watch baseball for my set team to win. I don't care if they have black people, brown people, red people, yellow people, Marvel characters. I don't care. It's not all about that for me. It's what team can be the best on the field. What what can we feel as the best? How can we enjoy our team representing our city or Los Angeles when you live in Anaheim? Representing us as a people, the team we grew up with, the, the the team that you know with these with these jerseys that have you know the the California style southern Southern California feel to them, the alternatives. We take pride in that. We want our team to win. We watch the team to win. We want the team to win. His statements, none of his statements ever said we were trying to build. We're trying to win. We're no. You're trying to get flashy players. So we might as well be the WWE because what did Vince McMahon do before he started groping and sex trafficking women? Look that up on YouTube. It's an interesting story. What did, what did, what did Vince McMahon do to build his brand? Steal from other companies, other brands in the 80s and 90s. Get the biggest wrestlers. Bring them to your team bring, and make the storylines. They weren't always the greatest, but it brought people in. It was entertainment. He changed it from a federation, from a wannabe real legit sport and he said it is what it is it's not a real sport it's entertainment it's sports entertainment so he got the best of both worlds he played in los angeles of anaheim but he just did it with sports entertainment so is already taking a a, a a you know is he taking something from that thing that vince tried which is oh well we're in sports entertainment now because if we are let's script it right then 
let's have females out there as as managers as they're on the field like cheering on some of the players like trout has like an attractive couple chicks he comes out with or let's have someone hit the pitcher over the head with a chair let's have someone like dive off the second row of the upper deck onto someone in the in the stands we'll have fights in the stands we you know we'll have xfl players uh everything right let's just Balls to the wall. Let's make this entertainment. Let's have movies on certain nights. <clears throat> we'll have throwback stuff, but we'll, it'll involve wrestling and fireworks and all kinds of stuff, right? Rob and, and Fernando did a video the other day talking about how Angel Stadium lacks anything for the family, right? So <laughs> with all that being said, and my stupidity on, on my comments here about making wrestling and, and baseball entertainment, if you can't do that in the stands and all the stuff that they mentioned, all those childhood memories when Disney owned the team and before that and archery and all that stuff, all those things have been taken away and it's bland. And he says, this is entertaining. Well, he obviously doesn't know what entertainment is. And he wants to take credit for 3 million people coming every year to the stadium. It's not all on him. He didn't make that shit happen. Winning does. And the winning hasn't been happening. So forgive me if I'm off the rails here and I'm pretty pissed off because I am. I'm tired of it, dude. I'm tired of it. And now we know that Artie's in for the long haul. And a lot of you fans, we've been messaged. We've been seeing on the comments on various social media platforms that you guys don't want to go to a game. <clears throat> I had a friend who said he only went to one game two years ago in 2022. I sat with him. And he's a diehard Angels fan. He gave up on this shit in 2022. He went to one game. And that one game was because it was like a birthday party for one of his friend's kids. And he he had to go, you know, like it was he felt obligated to go. And he straight up said on a post when we posted, you know what? I am not going to an Angel game until that guy dies. And he's up in age. He's like, uh, my, my friend is like 65, right? <clears throat> he's like, I better not die before him. And that's sad when you're actually thinking, man, the best thing that can happen is this dude croaks. Obviously, none of us want that. You never wish death on anybody. So that's that's joking aside, not even a joke. You know, I don't want Artie to die. I think he's a piece of shit human. Yes. Do I want him to die? No. Do I want him to relinquish power and give it to somebody else if he still has to be the owner? Fine. But let someone else run it. If you want unfinished business and you want us to believe your bullshit, Put people in place to run the damn team the right way. I'm just tired of everything right now. Sterling says, we're live, pal. Great to be live. Vetter says, Demetrio says, what's up, Todd Fox? What is up, Todd? Uh, Bradis B says, what up, brother? Oh, fuck, Farty Moreno. I'm jealous of the blue crew, man. So am I. David Roska says, what's up, dude? Artie sucks. Silent E says, I love baseball and I love this team, but Artie makes me hate everything. I, I'm, I'm with you. Brad also says, Artie makes me not want to go live to an Angel game. Uh, David says, I'm so pissed off. Otani was a Dodger from the start. We had a good chance with him, uh, but Arsehole didn't want to make a winning team for the future. Otani did what was best for himself, all because of Artie not caring. Absolutely. Robert, my man, checks in with uh, what we got Artied. Issue is when we went for rental players, which was a disaster waiting to happen. A hundred percent, Robert. 
Silent E also says, Artie doesn't give a single fuck about the fans, the team winning, or anything else. All Artie does and cares about his money. Might as well be the Los Angeles. Artie's really hate that motherfucker. He's 77, but he's a billionaire. I don't wish death on anyone, but I'm wonder just wondering how long he will be stuck as uh, with us as this asshole. Fans are so loyal and support this team and just takes advantage of that. And don't you guys think for a minute that he knows what's going on and he judges the room and he's got his little proper, uh, what is it, uh, prime minister, of propaganda roger lodge blowing smoke up your ass every time saying it's not that bad it's not that bad guys we are gonna get better trust me even though we have made no changes we are getting better how is that possible how is that possible so i don't understand it what's your level of frustration moving forward <laughs> number one number two where is this team going to finish? Now, I understand. Ron Washington brings hope. Ron Washington has said a few things about not playing players in certain positions, having a steady lineup, which is something we hadn't had in, under Numbnuts Nevin and Madden, and a five-man rotation, <clears throat> getting back to basics. I love it. I love it. That's great. That will keep me focused on the season. What won't keep me focused on the season is seeing that motherfucker already up in the in the, in the press box or in his luxury box. I don't want to see him. You know, last year, he was like a kid with the lights off. He didn't want to uh, make himself known nothing. He's never available to the public. He's never called out on anything. He gets a free pass all the time. There is hope that Deshaun Wills will come through. ShamWow, uh, Trout will have a back uh, bounce back season. You know, there's there's a shot. I I believe the pitchers are going to be better because there's no six man rotation. The messing up of their their you know their routines. You know, uh, we got some young players who are going to make a move, but there's things that already have pissed me off. The bullpen looks better. I'm happy about that. We added no starter yet. If you, I mean, maybe Plesak, if you want to call that a starter, <clears throat> that's a, that's a project. You have new coaches in there. So we got to see how they relate to the players and how they buy in. Hopefully we're not swinging for the fences anymore. We play small ball. I'm pretty sure we will now with Artie. Well, not Artie, John, uh, Ron Washington. My bad. <laughs> Don't give credit to Artie. Don't deserve nothing. Anyway, there's, there's some positives to think about. And, and, and what sucks is. Roger pumps that shit so much. When I do go positive, I feel like I'm giving in to their propaganda shit, but I'm not. I'm just calling out the facts because, again, I will call the good things good and the bad things bad. I'm not like always going to say, hey, the greatest thing for this franchise was to lose Otani. No, it wasn't. He literally said in that interview, Artie Moreno, that they milked the cow for as much as they could. <clears throat> they held on to him instead of trading him. They could have gotten players, but they didn't. They held on to him. They refused to move him because they knew he pushed a needle in merchandise. Your old hoppies of the world will be the new number two. Trout will be the leader. You're going to get your fill of uh, Mike Trout bobbleheads. Same shit every different year. We're going to have nothing imaginatory or imaginative for the games. It's going to be the same kind of whatever you see on opening day, whether it's hot dogs running around the bases on animation the same kid running up and down or a different kid trying to steal third base. You might have some because Bandai Napco won't be our sponsor because 
you know, uh, Otani won't be there. So someone's going to be running, trying to outrace something around the, the outfield wall. You're going to have some same old commercials. So whatever you get, when you watch the Padres, the Dodgers, or if you have the MLB ticket and you watch out of market games, you see imaginative stuff. You see new stuff every night. You see the the owner and the, and the fans engaged with whatever's going on with the public address announcer. It's going to be the same thing. It's been the same thing since Artie's owned this team. And he's going to see the loss in revenue. And here's the thing that I just take from from this disaster that is Artie Moreno. We've talked about his massive ego. And I mean massive ego. That won't take a huge hit. I think he's it's gotten a hit for what the last few years, obviously. But the massive hit and the backlash that he will face this year because I don't think his ego understands that at some point this season, he's going to see 15000 for a weekend series. And I'm not talking about a Sunday getaway day where it's too damn hot and all you can maybe have is your kids there and they, they get kids to go because it's Little League Day or whatever. No, I'm talking 15000 on a Friday night. seventeen, maybe 18000 on a Saturday night because then fireworks nights won't give a damn. You won't give a shit about them anymore. Trust me, how many of those games did you go to and see it packed only because Otani was there? We definitely know Rendon won't be playing. He'll be out multiple times this year. The question is, will Mike Trout stay healthy? Will the young kids produce again? There's a lot of question marks. This season could be positive or it could be really disastrous. It's funny because at my job, they say aim high and steer when you're driving. You know, aim high, look ahead. Look look for things that could be obstacles in your way. If you tell a team like the Angels to aim high and steer, look for the positives. And what, what's the highest you can go? What's the best route to take? Now look at our division. You got a team in transition who's got to suck on purpose. So you really can't count Oakland. Let's take them out of the, the equation. They're going to be terrible. They might have like a little glistening in the April where they get a little hot, but then the real the cream will rise to the top. You got Seattle, who's going to be better than last year, most likely a playoff team. Texas is the returning world champions. We all know what Houston can bring to the table. Where in that equation do you see us hopping one of those teams? I mean, best case scenario, people. This team somehow plays much better under Ron Washington. Artie will be like Jerry Jones, taking all the credit, while the Angels somehow eliminate the Mariners and fall just short of the postseason or by some miracle of God and a Disney movie about the angels, they make the postseason in third place. I mean, it can happen, but that's the, you're talking best case scenario. That is best case scenario with an extra playoff team being added because Four teams, hypothetically, and for a while there last year while Boston was playing good, though the entire division was alive to make the postseason. Like, they were right there all in the wild card and division race. You got to think that Boston's going to be playing for something with Joey Kors last year as manager. Although they didn't make too many upgrades, they're still, for some reason, standing pat 
The Yankees are the Yankees. They're going to be super competitive. Toronto's going to be super competitive. Baltimore likely wins that division again. Could make it to the World Series. The Central's only going to be one team. It's either going to be the Ohio Shitfucks or Minnesota Twins. Maybe the Royals being a little bit of a wild card right there, making things hard for those teams. But you know the Central's going to suck. My point being is at least three teams, maybe four, are going to be active by the end of the season for the postseason or close to it in the East. In the West, you've got to think the the Mariners, Rangers, and Houston Astros are going to be fighting for a spot as well. So that's seven teams. There's your seven teams right there. That's not counting Minnesota, so you dump one of those teams. Let me know if you guys can hear the calls, by the way. What is up? It's Supra. (laughs) Supra. How's it going, my man? Sorry, I didn't have the context right there. What is going on, my man? Pretty good. Well, we haven't. I guess we haven't talked since the end of the season. So, first off, how was your winter? And second, let's hear what you think about Otani. Well, I guess I'm gonna be. Man, some Angels fans were real, like just not very smart. Man, they're like, "Oh, it's Otani's fault that he left." No, it's Artie fucking Moreno's fault that he left. (laughs) My God, I'm so pissed off, man. He should have sold the fucking team. Yeah, he should have sold. He should have sold the team straight up. Uh, we we were wanting that to happen last year. It just didn't happen, and it's it's really really frustrating because we're stuck now, and there is no like mm-hmm. getting out of it. I don't think I don't think we're gonna get out of this one. Okay. Yeah. And but my, look, man, like like I thought. Dodgers fans were the most positive. Some Angels fans aren't as bad as Dodgers fans, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like they, their IQ is not good. They need they need your head checks, man. Oh yeah. Losing Otani is bad, but it's not like franchise killing. You know what's gonna kill our franchise? Ari fucking Moreno keep running this fucking shit show, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. We're <clears throat> he continues to do this, we're we're screwed. We, we, because I don't, the only thing I could think of is that maybe that his ego is so bruised and we finish in fourth or fifth place as an, uh, as an, an extreme embarrassment, maybe, uh-huh. but, but how bad can it get from this last season? This last season was, was for me, I would say the worst I've ever seen. And I watched some nineties baseball. Oh Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, just looking at Dodgers now because Otani's obviously on the Dodgers. Yamamoto is also on the Dodgers. Just the, just the way the organization's run, it's just much different. It's just really good. I'm not going to lie to you. Dodgers, they run their organization real well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they do. And, and we, we can't, you know, again, we can hate them all we want. And I do. I don't like the players. I don't like the fans. It just seems like when they throw on the blue and white, they become arrogant assholes. But as far as the organization, like you said, Supra, and everything else that goes along with it, you really can't fight them. You really can't sit back and say, man, you know, they're this, they're that. You know, it's like they do, like you said, they they run things really well. And and I, I'm okay with saying I'm jealous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, it's really, really tempting not to be a to be a fan but i still have some grudge again 
the garbage situation, but I don't know, man. I have no clue. It's really tempting, but Angels are kind of, I'm kind of stuck with the Angels right now. By the way, if I, I, I'm still hopeful. Ron Washington, finally have a real manager. If everything really goes well at the best case scenario, I think we can scratch the playoffs. I'm hoping so. Hot take. Hey, I'm hoping so. I mean, a lot will be – I mean, you can't really take anything out of spring training other than – because I don't care if they win all the games or lose all the games. It doesn't matter. Like, I want to see how they're playing in spring training. And if we can get a taste of yeah. what they're going to be doing for the regular season, then I might give it some more optimism. But as far as right now, I'm thinking 81 and 81 if we're if we're lucky. But who knows? Uh, I mean, again – think... Oh, go ahead. My thing is, okay, I think there's going to be less pressure to perform because of, obviously, I love Otani, but Otani, everything was, like, everything was, like, everything, he, the small thing he did, it was on the media. If Josh Neto hit a cycle, it wouldn't be covered if Otani was there. Yeah. So let's say this, Otani hits a home run, Zach Neto hits a cycle, which would be covered more, obviously, the Otani's home run. Now, I don't think so. So if it's gonna give more uh more uh how do I say it? more energy to those kids like the Ohapi uh Shanuel. I'm excited about Shanuel, man. He has more uh, walks and strikeouts last year. I'm pretty sure that's that's the case. Uh Moniac. I'm more up to, I I'm dude, but the Angels Twitter, man, it's just so depressed. Like, oh every <laughs> signing they do, oh it's bad. We're gonna die. Sixty two uh, to a hundred 6,200 at best. No, I don't think so. I think we can scratch the playoffs if, if we get more uh, decent starting pitching. Well, okay, we need starting pitching. Well, absolutely. Last thing before I move on right here, Super, and it's good to hear from you again. But I will I will say this. They lost out of Moustakis. He went to Chicago for the White Sox. I really wanted him back. Um, but you might be able to get one of these free agents to fall in your lap this year because – there's a bunch of them who haven't signed yet, and at some point they're going to have to start signing the closer we get to the regular season. I don't see these guys sitting out uh, most of April. I would think that a lot of these guys are going to sign like right before opening day. So um, you never know. We could get a pitcher or two between then because, again, you'll have spring training to look at and say, okay, what holes do we have? Maybe a Solaire will come here for a little bit less, and you can afford them. So, yeah. We'll see, man. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely see, and we'll have updates yeah. as we go along as well. Yeah, we'll see, y'all. We'll see. Yep. All right. Well, super. It was good to talk to you again, man. And and uh, we're gonna have some new stuff coming up for the post game show this year. So stay tuned, my friend. All right. All right. Thanks, man. All right, brother. All right. That's super right there calling in from the uh, from Midwest. I think he's in Detroit. Uh, Eddie Perez says thoughts on Jordan Adams playing this season. Oh, got a call. It's the Halo Honk line. Oh, thank God. It's Roger Lodge. You know, I miss your voice. You know, AMA 30 has been lonely. Hey, how's it going, my man? How's it going, better? Uh, good. Um, you know, I'm just excited to watch the two-time back-to-back Camelback. No, what is it? Camel- Sorry, I just had it in my head. The Cactus League champions. Mm-hmm. Tempe We're Diablo. We're this year, man. Repeat. <laughs> We're going for a three-peat. <laughs> See that that that's sad. That's almost like the Lakers holding up a in-season banner, you know, for a championship. <laughs> I mean, do do we do we hang a couple of these back-to-back uh spring training? Like, do we have like two red cactuses by those retired numbers? 
No, we get three. <laughs> We're winning it again this year. I like your I like your thinking right there. <laughs> hey, you gotta start early. You gotta be positive, be Halo honky, and then right after the whole season, you know, it's not just spring training for the the players, it's spring training for us, Don. Oh yeah, we gotta sharpen up, man. <laughs> well, I mean, look, this this last season, like I told Supra and others, was the worst. I mean, I, it was like literally the opposite of, you know, how like Obama had that shirt said hope it was like, nope, with Artie's face on it. Like <laughs> as soon as the season started, it just seemed like it wasn't worth watching. Like, like you almost knew that things would go bad, but better anything and everything that could go bad, it did. And then some. Hello? No, I'm sorry, you, you dropped. I don't know what happened. Oh, I, I was just saying, like, been me. I don't know what it was. No, I was just saying that everything that could go wrong went wrong. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just that's our luck. I mean, ever since we've changed to LA, it's just never been. We've had what two two great, not great, but okay seasons, and then ever since it's just dipped down. I mean, this is the audio effect, and then uh, you know, I know we talked, but you talked about this earlier. You never wish death upon anyone, but you know, I'm, I'm I gotta pull these cards now. I mean, <laughs> it's Lent, so I gotta be, gotta not sin and eat my fish today. But I hope, I just hope that me completing Lent this year will will be in my favor. I, I will tell, I will tell you this though, better <clears throat> you not experiencing a championship in your lifetime. If, and I mean if this franchise turns around, whether it's through Artie or somebody else, and this team gets back to the promised land and wins a World Series. Do you realize the euphoria of this franchise? Because it won't, I I don't want it to be one of those things, because I think if we're going to win another World Series, it's going to come out of nowhere, or it's going to be like, mm-hmm. just like, like a warm-up season, like you could feel it sort of like 2001, like we were going to do something, and then two, the next year we win the World Series. I don't think it'll be like a Dodgers thing where we just put together this entire dynasty of making the postseason but not getting it done. Like that would me would be very frustrating. The same monotonous shit, but we've gotten the same monotonous losing. So I think it would mean so much more to our fan base compared to the Dodgers for us to finally win one again. You know, because the Dodgers have had routine success no matter what, but they just can't finish it. But for us to suck so long and then at least for us to get back to the playoffs, you realize how that would change the dynamic of most angel fans. I think he dropped off. Are you there? Yeah, I think we lost him right there. All right. So that was better right there. Uh, Artie Moreno checks in on the comments. I'm here to stay. Oh, great. Uh, Eddie Perez again. He said, Jordan Adams playing is Jordan Adams playing this season. Thoughts on him playing. AC says, if Adams plays regular, then we're cooked. I tend to agree with that. I mean, you guys thought that his defense was terrible, like, you know, or you thought Adele's was terrible. I mean, Jordan Adams was terrible in defense. Um, Again, he's got speed. Um, Maybe it's because he was swinging for the fences, but I would like for him to be more of a contact hitter. Um, If he's your fourth outfielder, I think we're we're in trouble. Uh, he needs to be like a, a a complete bench player. If he can get hot, maybe you play him, you know, in, in a spot or two. But I think he would have to really fight and really tune up his game to become a starter for the Angels. But then again, 
what do we have? The worst baseball training staff, the worst facilities in the league. We have like zero workout machines for our guys to stay healthy. We don't do yoga. We don't do things to keep our players healthy. So there's a very good possibility we're going to, you know, get a bunch of injuries again this year. So we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see. But um, I think for now, I think I got most what I wanted to get off my chest. I hope you guys did too. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more lives, obviously, as the season gets here. We're going to be checking in on the spring training games. We're not doing post games or pre games or nothing like that, but we'll talk about like the best of the best during the week. We're doing five days of shows on YouTube. So continue to like and subscribe if you can, if you haven't already. Uh, tell a friend. Also, we got the softball game tomorrow. Come out to North Harbor uh, Boulevard, 400 North Harbor Boulevard to play some softball with us over there. Uh, we got four teams. It's a knockout round. So you can still get in and play. Um, so it, it should be fun tomorrow. We're going to be selling tacos and, and drinks. Uh, so it should be good. Uh, fun for the whole family. There's a play area right there if you have kids. Um, so it's it's really, really convenient. Everything's all in one. So hopefully you guys can come down. It's co-ed. So it should be really fun. Softball tournament from 11 to 4. If you're going to come down, I would suggest come between 10 and 10.30 so you get picked on a team, number one, and number two, so you can practice and hang out with us and everything else like that. should be very, very fun. Uh, Eddie Press says, do you think we should have kept Iglesias? Hindsight being what it is, yes, because we didn't get nothing back really too much for him as the other trades with Atlanta where we got stuff back. That was a serious salary dump by the Angels right there. And look at Iglesias should have got him back to the World Series, and he's pitched great for Atlanta and will be a big factor for them. Um, I'm not too crazy about our current closer, but it is what it is, man. I mean, you rank the closers in the division, and I think we got the fourth best closer um, in the division. We don't have uh, <laughs> we don't have anybody that scares you exa exactly. So, with that being said, uh, there's Artie Moreno checking in with "I'll bring the booze." Uh, he'll be checking in a lot with us during the regular season. Uh, I have a feeling also Terry Smith will be there uh, as well. He'll be doing some broadcasting. So come one, come all uh, tomorrow. And uh, as we get close to the season, we'll be doing other stuff with Noble and a few other places. So keep your head up, boys and girls. Um, that's all you can do uh, with this fucker behind me who bought the who bought the team years ago and continuing to run the ship into the ground. It's hard to be positive. Although they like to tell you that it's going to be positive, but uh, you know we just we just have to roll with the punches and hope that this team can turn it around come next uh, come this season. Um, Sarah says, um, "Here's a hot take. I believe that Stefanik and Nolan are the same and will both be very good this season." You know, it's not really that hot of a, a take, Sarah, but I love it because we've seen how Stefanik, when he got playing time, Nevin didn't like him. You can tell he wasn't one of Nevin's guys, but the one thing that I think Sarah sees out of him and, and some of us angel fans that have looked at Stefanik is they worried so much about his defense. That was his excuse or their excuse to keep him off the field. How many errors did he have last year? Two, two. And, and, and how many did our like million, $38 million, $36 million player over at third base in limited time have eight. So Stefanik wasn't a, a really a defensive liability. You know what Stefanik did, which which pissed off a lot of the Angels uh, uh, coaches? He wasn't swinging for home runs. Dude literally worked walks and got hits. And it's the same thing that uh, Shamwell, Shanowell did. And 
you know, a couple other players did. And I think if everyone just gets back to basics and stop trying to drive the ball, leave that for trout. I think, you know, we can work walks and make things a little bit hard on the opposing pitchers. Cause last year, if you remember the innings for the angels seem to just fly by, it seemed like you saw more commercials than you saw them at bat because it was just like swing, 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 swing and three outs. Whereas other teams would come into our ballpark and work our pitchers, work the counts, uh, go the other way, do the fundamentals. We were just like, hey, it's not sexy if it's not a home run. And that's stupidity. I mean, that is just outright stupidity. And and I got to the point where it's like, bro, I'm not really cheering for a solo blast when we're down five runs. You know, I want to see a, a, I want to see guys on the bases and, and, and start generating a big inning. I want to see a double down the line. I want to see guys running around the bases or stealing bases. That's cool. Sacrifice flies and the guy coming home in a close play at home. That's cool. That gets my blood flowing. That gets my adrenaline going more than just a goddamn solo home run. Ooh, blow off some fireworks. Yay. You're still down four runs. So I want to see more of that. And I think we will get more of that with Ron Washington. We'll get more. Uh, trying to extend innings, just putting the bat on the ball and seeing what happens. Because too many times these guys had uppercut swings, and all you heard from Gooby was, "Hey, look at the launch angle." I don't care about the launch angle. God, just let's let's get back to basics. And I think that's where we're headed. And that's what the few things that I could be excited for coming up in this 2024 season. That's one. That's one of the few things. Uh, Sarah also says Rendon's errors were so bad. Uh, Artie says, when are we going to OGs together? Yeah, I got to go to OGs with my boy. Stephonic skill at third uh, to get on base and score people. If Angels uh, just did the fundamentals and not just swing, they would score very high. I will be looking forward to that happening this year. That's And I agree, Sarah. I really agree. I, I, th- I think we're going to be putting some rallies together and actually generating some runs. And that's what I, that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen for this team to be successful. This team literally cannot go up there and think like they've been thinking the last two years where we're just going to bash your heads in because we've got guys who are names. We're, we're just going to go out there and hit home runs because all of us are capable of hitting home runs. You don't win like that, especially if you have a pitching staff that we have. But I think that Griffin Canning, Sandoval and if, and and the rest of the rotation is going to be and Detmers are going to be much better knowing that they're pitching every fifth day barring an off day. You know what I mean like 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 they're going to be better. Just that alone. Look for guys ERAs to drop about a half a run to a run, a full run. And I do believe that. That's not be, me being a halo honk. I really really believe that that's going to happen with this pitching staff next year. The the key will be, can they stay healthy? And if they do that, I believe, because we saw at times last year, they kept this team in the, and how many times did you watch Patrick Sandoval? Yeah, he gave some runs sometimes, but some, but a lot of times too, he'd be in his groove and he'd lose two to nothing. I mean, he was a bad luck loser last year. So I believe a lot of that stuff will calm down. And if Sarah's right and other angel fans are right, this team's going to have to scratch, claw, and kick for runs, but it will be fun. You know, like 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 they will put a guy on base with two outs down a run, and that guy will steal second base, and maybe the throw gets away from the second baseman as he's sliding in, and he's able to take third, and the crowd is on their feet because they're anticipating all we need is a hit right here, and we tie this ball game up, or there's a wild pitch, and we tie this game up. 
that's where the excitement comes. See, Artie Marino doesn't know the form of entertainment. He thinks what he puts around the team as far as in the stadium and on TV and on the radio is much better. He's selling the names. He's not selling the competitive baseball on the field. That's why you had Shohei Otani because Shohei Otani was the sell. It was not the, the, the sell of a winning team. It was the sell of, hey, come to the stadium and watch this phenom while we have him. And when you realize that we could do so much for the future of this team by trading that phenom and getting the most for him, which, yeah, it would suck. Don't get me wrong. But we were we knew this a couple of years ago that this team was going nowhere. Nowhere with Shohei Otani. It wasn't, and it's going nowhere with Mike Trout. So at some point, the realistic thing that should have been done years ago before Mike Trout was signed to the forever contract, you move him too. And you, and you move as many pieces and you do a complete rebuild and maybe you look like the Baltimore Orioles by 2024, 2025. Could it, we could have been right in the, at the tail end of a rebuild with all kinds of exciting players. But we'll never know that. We got what we got and we have to just face it. And we have to hope that the turn the the the, the tide turns a little bit. But under under our fearless leader, I, it's hard to believe that that will actually happen because I don't believe he puts the right people in place or he lets the right people make the decisions. It's all about him, and it's always been about him. Uncle Ted checks in with the Angels are going to be awesome this year. I don't know if that's sarcastic or not. Uh, don't keep players who really don't have it. I will be looking forward to for tough decisions this year. Uh, Uncle T Ted says, BS, Ron Washington is the sell. He makes winners. And I'm not saying he's not, but I'm saying what Artie thinks. Artie thinks that these big-name players are the sell. He doesn't He doesn't understand how the game works. Anyone, anyone that could take C.J. Wilson to back-to-back -back World Series, don't doubt. Exactly. I, I'm not doubting him. I'm Again, James on our network, was pumping and I mean pumping Ron Washington to be the next manager and he was right and I I was thinking about a couple other guys who could have chimed in and could have been the guy for the franchise but Ron Washington you know I do have faith in him. even though he's up there in age he has a baseball mind he's old school that's what we needed we didn't need a, and, and I, the only thing that I hope doesn't happen to this organization moving forward and especially Ron Washington and his people I don't want analytics shoved down his throat because you could tell it was like that with Nevin. And right away, Ron Washington's like, we're going to have consistent lineups. We're going to have five-man rotations. That is music to my ears because since Joe Madden took over the franchise, we've had none of that. So uh, also Hamilton, Acuna, uh, now give Wash a 32 trout. Uh, same freaking uh, let's, let's go. Game freaking on. Uh, let's see. I prefer to be called Lord Hardy. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Shane says, uh, hell yeah, Todd. So glad to have you back on. My son and I have been waiting for uh, your take on the Angels ever since Artie did his interview. Looking forward to your nightly analysis on the Angels. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, if you haven't seen the beginning of it, Shane, uh, check it out. Uh, I, I went on a pretty good rant right there. Uh, Ron Washington made the Braves team. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, Oldies or Aldies and Acuna. Yeah, he did. I mean, and look, everywhere Ron Washington's been, Uncle Ted, he's been loved. And Eric, what is up, my friend? He says, "What's up with the uh, Artie uh, liking these parts right here?" Also, uh, what's the show? Uh, what's up with 
Um, wait, hold on. It says, Todd, what time is the game on tonight? It's not on, Hardy. Uh, Ron wants the balance of analytics and watching. They need to have the Rangers use analytical only to improve players, not as super stats game. And I agree with that, too, because there's a there's a place for analytics in baseball. Don't get me wrong. I just don't want it to be the overbearing. I don't want it to be taking away from the judgment calls. I don't because you see what happens up north. I believe Dave Roberts is able to coach for the most part during the regular season with his gut. And when it comes to the postseason, he can't get a word in edgewise. The analytics are telling him. And I believe that's the only reason why he hasn't been fired with a non-success. Don't give me that 2020 ring pop crap. The only reason why he's still there is because he knows damn well he could turn around and point the finger and say, well, the analytics told me what to do, which he has. And so that he's a do what you you're told guy, and, and he's got the talent around him to where he kind of keeps his job because everything's in in the right place. So I don't want a mouthpiece, and and Ron Washington will never put up with that stuff. And I'll say this about Ron Washington, which we said when he was hired, I love the fact that when he was hired, or 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 his past, you know, he stepped down. He owned it when he had a relapse. He stepped down from the Rangers. He was not fired. He stepped down because he had marital issues with his wife and he owned up to all of it. And America's good at giving second chances, third chances to those who are generally sorry or are making up for their mistakes or want to atone or be a better person. And we all cheer for an underdog. And as much as I didn't cheer for Ron Washington when he was the manager of the Rangers, because obviously that was our division and I didn't want to see Mike Napoli win a World Series, although he got one later on, but he had an opportunity to win back-to-back World Series with the Texas Rangers, and they fell just short. Had the Rangers won like they did this year, I didn't like Bochy. I didn't want the Rangers to win, but in the end, when it was all said and done, Bruce Bochy always killed the Dodgers. I respected him for that. I respected him for what he's done one year in Texas. I mean, you, you literally come in as Prince Charming, and take the team to new heights. It's never been in, in its entire existence. With that being said, I, I have what he did. I give him all the praise. Bochi had Ron Washington won those two World Series, or at least one of them. I would have given him the praise too, and been like, "Hey, man, respect where respect is due," and he deserved respect. And the fact that he's been able to get his second and third opportunities, coach him up in Atlanta. The Atlanta team loves him. He came over here and got another opportunity. I feel bad for him, for, but but good for him in the same to- token. I feel bad for him because his choice was the Angels. <laughs> but I feel good for him because he's going to get that chance to show what he's really made of. And I think in the end, no matter what happens in the next two years, whether he re-signs or not moving on, because again, he only got a two-year contract, no matter what he does with this franchise, I'm pretty sure it's going to be positive no matter the outcome. And I think that I think we can all agree on that. And he's going to do his very best because he got this next opportunity, but he's really got to fight himself out of this hole that has been created by the owner. Like he's got to like resurrect this team and try to bring it back to some sort of relevance and at the same time fight the owner. So he's got his hands full, and I feel for him. And I hope that he has the strength, the positivity, and the people around him to keep him going. Because we know he has a fight in him, 
but everybody has a down day. Everybody has uh, an opportunity to feel low and, and feel like you can't do it and you want to give up. And I hope he has that support system because there will be low days. I just hope that he can minimize those and keep pushing forward. And I believe that his energy will translate to the team. And I'm hoping these young guys pick up on it, respect him and respect the franchise and have pride in what they do. Cause this team did not have pride whatsoever last year under the administration. So I'm hoping that that pride returns and this team has something to play for. And that's me and you as fans. I'm hoping that that is the case moving forward, because if it is, we will we will definitely be able to tell that this team is once more playing for us, playing for themselves, and playing for that manager, and not playing for that piece of shit in the luxury box. So again, everybody, I appreciate everyone's comments. Uh, just hit us up during the regular season. Uh, we're going to be getting going. Check out our lives um, and also check out any kind of content we're going to be doing all through the week and all through preseason. We're going to have a few live reports from Tempe Diablo uh, Stadium and a couple other places uh, sometime in March. Um, we're going to be there on the field. So we got a lot of exciting things coming on. So, And then, again, if you're in the area tomorrow and you want to stop by, at least say hi, not even play, but just hang out with us, we're going to be there. Uh, at, uh, again, 400 North Harbor uh, Boulevard in Anaheim uh, for the softball tournament tomorrow. Halos in the infield, top fan rivalry will be there. Uh, four teams. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. Uh, it's from 11 to 4, and we're going to have food on hand, so everyone uh, come out and see uh, say hi if you can. Uh, so with that being said, everyone, have a good rest of your evening. I'm going to go get some dinner. I hope you guys can do the same. Take it easy.